You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 29 of Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and today I am going to give you a new moon in Gemini forecast. So, blessed new moon. I hope you all are doing okay and staying safe and staying as grounded as you possibly can during these times. I'm not offering an interview this week, but stay tuned for one next week. I will continue offering interviews. Um, they may not be every single podcast, uh, but let me know what you guys want to hear. Um, if there's anyone you want to hear from, or if you want to write in a question and I can pull a tarot spread for that, I'm open to um, your feedback on the information that I deliver to you via this podcast as it is for you all. So thank you so much for joining me here. I am recording this on May 20th. So just a few days before the new moon and today the sun entered into the sign of Gemini this morning around 8 a.m. and we are shifting from Taurus season into Gemini season so we're moving from a very grounded earth element into an air element and Gemini the card that represents Gemini is the lovers Gemini is a very much a sign about duality, about polarity, um, and the the symbol the symbology for Gemini is the twins, right? The the dual sides kind of I like to think of it as like the light and the shadow or the feminine and masculine sides that um, we have. But also Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is very much a planet about communication. And so the card, the tarot card that represents Gemini is the lovers. And the lovers card to me is very much a card about freedom within union, very much representative of interdependence and creating a union where the balance between give and receive is equal. We are also having at this time a Venus retrograde through Gemini. So Venus in, I think Venus retrograde, this is the first time we've had this transit in, I think since 2012. So May 2012 was the last time we experienced this transit. And if you want to dig a little deeper into it, you can look back into your own life and see kind of what was happening around this time, around this date. And it lasts about six weeks. So we're going to be in this Venus retrograde until June 25th. Now, 
I feel like retrogrades get a bad rap, like Mercury retrograde is the biggest one. Um, and probably because it happens the most often, we have Mercury retrograde um, a few times a year. But Venus retrograde in 2016 was um, a huge, really beautiful transformational time for me. Um, and it's when I really did a lot of healing work around my relationships and intimacy, vulnerability, codependency. And so I really see this as a positive transition for any, any planet. And of course it depends on where exactly it's hitting your chart and what themes you're going through in your life. But I don't think that retrogrades are, um, overall a thing to fear. Uh, we think of the RE, the Re's, when we have a retrograde. So that's review, rest, realign, um, reevaluate, all of these things, right? And so when a planet is in retrograde or is retrograde, it is an opportunity for us to review the themes that that planet represents. And Venus represents our partnerships, our sensuality, our sexuality, our love, our relationships, um, our relationship to material things as well, um, to abundance and, uh, our self-worth comes up here. So in these Venus Venusian themes, we can also add the, the sign that Venus is retrograding in. So that's Gemini. And Gemini is very much about our communication, right? It's a very social sign. So I think it's really interesting that we're going to see a Venus retrograde in Gemini during a time when we are supposed to be social distancing. Um, because the, the themes that are going to come up are going to really allow for and drive us towards social interact interaction. And so I think it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out and how we can find creative ways to still be social while we are practicing physical distancing. Now, the tarot card, like I said, that represents Gemini is the lovers. And I actually pulled a card for the theme of this new moon in Gemini, and I got the lovers reversed with a card from the liminal space deck that is called, this is not how the story ends. So I was really, really excited to see this card come through right away. Uh, again, the lovers is such a beautiful energy about balance and, um, duality and bringing the power of and instead of having so much black and white this or that but really representing a union with balance now the lover's reverse does show us often a little bit of imbalance and so during this new moon period which is today and the following two weeks um of the waxing moon, we may see ways in which our, our relationships are imbalanced and we may need to see where we need better boundaries or where we need to maybe adjust a boundary and we, our boundaries are too, you know, um, 
thick, right? The walls we've built are too thick. Um, and so I think it'll be really interesting to take a look at these next two weeks and really get close into reviewing your relationships and where things feel even and balanced and good and there's a lot of freedom and where things may feel like, oh, you feel a little more obligated or you find yourself feeling frustrated or resentful or maybe stuck or drained and depleted from overgiving or where we may be even taking too much. Now, the the card I pulled with it, this is not how the story ends, is allowing us to remember that what is present now will not always be. And that's really what the retrogrades are all about, right? Is allowing us the space to readjust and realign the things that aren't working. And so this card really invites us to lean in this Gemini season, this new moon period, even throughout this whole Venus retrograde to lean in to doing this realigning and readjusting. And honestly, this can be done in partnership and really using relationships as mirrors to reflect back to us our own shadow. But we can also do this with ourselves. And this includes all relationships. So it's not just romantic relationship. It can be friendships. It can be partnerships. It could be familial relationships and obviously our intimate partnerships, which do tend to show us the most, right? Um, They do tend to show us a lot of our triggers because they are the people who are closest to us. And this this, this is not how the story ends. It's a reminder, like if you want to rewrite the contract, the sole contract that you made with this person, now is the time to do so. We don't have to keep playing out old narratives. We don't have to stay in roles that we have outgrown. We have the agency to change any dynamic at any given time. Okay, you guys? So I did pull another set of cards for Venus retrograde in general, since the new moon is a shorter period of time and Venus retrograde is actually going to last us out until the end of June. I wanted to pull some cards for Venus retrograde on its own. And I love these cards. I got the nine of pentacles, which in the way home tarot deck, it is just this gorgeous picture of a harvest. So all this ripe fruit and veggies. And with it, I pulled Tribe of Dreams. And Tribe of Dreams is a card about finding our crew, finding community, and finding a sense of interdependence within it that feels very supportive, right? Finding your tribe. And Nine of Pentacles is about abundance. And so I really feel like this is going to be a really positive time for us to recognize how much we have and to support our community and to be supported by our community. And I hope that collectively we feel that as well, right? So both in our individual lives and as a collective. And Gemini season is so much about like utilizing information to bring people together. And I'm seeing so much division now. So walking into Gemini season during a time when the country feels so divided and so many of us are trying to navigate without any clear guidance, a pandemic 
pandemic and all of our leaders are saying different things and all of the states are doing different things and we're really being left to our own devices to decide how we're going to handle this right? On a very individual level. But as a collective, we're frustrated, right? We're frustrated with our leaders. We're frustrated with the lack of information. We're frustrated with the lack of guidance. And there's a lot of like arguing and um, the arguing of right and wrong. And some people are arguing because they really want to be right. And other people are arguing because... They want their freedom and their rights, but no matter what, what I'm seeing is a lot of division and a lot of frustration. And so I feel like walking into this Gemini season, it's going to be really interesting to look at how we as a collective come together because we need each other now. We need each other and we need to develop the skills to ensure our own safety and the safety of those around us. We can no longer think just about ourselves. We're living in a time where obviously we have to think about the people around us and doing our part and doing what the CDC recommends. And hopefully we continue to get some kind of clear guidance on how to move forward and what the answers are. But but the truth is nobody really knows, right? We haven't been through this, not in a very long time, at least not in our lifetimes. And so we're all kind of navigating this uncertainty together. Now, I pulled three more cards for us just to get a collective reading for this new moon period and the two weeks that follow. Um, and the, the spread that I used was mind, body, spirit. So we can look a little bit into um, just what's going on internally, what's going on in the conscious, the unconscious, and the higher consciousness. Before I jump right into that, I just want to make a couple announcements. I am offering a new moon ceremony. It is tonight. Um, if you're listening to this, on the new moon, which is Friday, May 22nd. There is a new moon ceremony. It is virtual, so you can do it anywhere in the world. It is going to take place at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. And if you want to sign up for it, you can also, um, if you can't, if you can't participate live, there will be a recording, but you must sign up for it by 4.30 p.m. on the 22nd so that I can make sure that I include your name and prepare for the ceremony so that you get the benefits of the distance Reiki healing. So I love to have you um, in the new moon ceremonies. I do all the same things that I would do if we were meeting in person. So I offer distance healing via Reiki. We do a meditation. We set intentions. I give a talk on on the energy of the moon and the astrology at this time. And um, I also give tarot guidance at the end. So that is happening. And then I have two more spots available for my sacred soul mentorship program. So I have two more spots and this is a one-on-one. -on -one. So we meet for 90 minutes weekly and we really cater the whole program to your needs. So it's 12 weeks or 10 weeks if you want to do a Reiki attunement. And we spend time studying whatever it is you really want to dive into. So we can go into tarot, Reiki, 
yoga, moon phases, womb healing, chakra healing, crystals, all the things that I know and teach and have really spent the last two decades of my life kind of diving deeply into for the sake of my own healing journey. And my goal with all of these practices is to really empower you and teach you how to be your own healer and to bring more authority to your practice and your approach to healing in general. Um, This is in whichever ways you are looking to deepen your practice, whether it's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, all of these practices have a combination of these things. And so, yeah, I'm really excited. It's one of my favorite things to do is work one-on-one with you guys, um, especially in this program, because we really dive deep. We start with a chakra healing session to really see where you're at right now. And then we move through week by week. And, um, it's really amazing to see the transformation and growth that happens and, um, and what you guys do with it in your own unique way. So if you're interested, there's an application on my website, just a few quick questions for me to get to know you and, um, see what you're interested in. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and check that out. And I think that's it for the announcements now. I'm posting every day on Instagram daily cards. I really took a little bit of a breather during Taurus season. I did a liver cleanse. It was really amazing and transformational, both physically and spiritually and mentally. It helped me really get clear and I have some exciting new things to work on. And uh, I hope to be announcing those to you soon. But for now, let's jump in to the cards. So I pulled the spread mind, body, spirit, conscious, unconscious, higher conscious. So starting with the mind, I pulled the two of swords. Now swords are the card of the mind. And I pulled this with imagining more. And I love this combination. The two of swords is very much a card about boundaries, right? And I just spoke about that because like, if we're going to talk about relationships, we have to talk about boundaries. They're just like a, they're part of it, right? We need to know what to what we need to what we need in relationship. We need to know what it is we need. And in order to have our needs met either by ourselves or by another person, we need to have clear boundaries. And the two of swords really comes up when, um, when it's time to set a boundary. And this could be a boundary with another person where we get really clear on the things that we need from them and the things that we don't need, right? Or we can even need to look at the boundaries we set with ourselves. And this is like, this could be anything, you guys, from our daily habits to the food that we eat to the work that we do. I've set so many different boundaries um, in Taurus season alone, just in order to do this liver cleanse, right? I had to set boundaries very strictly around the things I was eating, but I, I set a few more boundaries that were really, really beneficial for me. So I set a boundary with my screen time and I didn't touch my phone for the first two hours of the day. And the, um, 
probably like the last four hours of the evening. Um, I just set a lot of boundaries with the amount of even physical movement that I could do because liver cleanse gets you pretty tired. But even outside of doing a cleanse, I believe that a lot of these boundaries were so beneficial that I would like to carry them now into my daily life, right? And so Again, this can be as simple as setting boundaries with our time and our energy, and it's complicated as setting boundaries with another person. And when we set boundaries with another person, it's always more complicated because we have to state our needs and then we have to be present for the reaction. And we maybe even have to sit with the discomfort of that person not liking our reaction, um, or our boundaries and us not liking their reaction. So, you know, it's a whole can of worms we open up when we start to look at boundary work. The clearest um, definition I've really seen about boundaries is from Nicole LaPera, the holistic psychologist. Um, If you follow her work on Instagram, she has so many amazing posts about what boundaries are, the four types of boundaries, um, how to set them, what happens when you set them and you get a bad reaction. I mean, she really, really goes super deep into everything you want to know about boundaries. So if you're looking to really dive into that topic more, I suggest checking her out. And I pulled this card with imagining more from the liminal space. And it's a beautiful energy about doing just that, imagining more for ourselves. And really, I find that when we set clear boundaries and we automatically create more space for ourselves, for our wants, for our needs, and it gives us more time and space to be creative, to be... um, to receive more and then therefore to imagine more for ourselves because when we are not setting clear boundaries and we are overworked and overwhelmed then we're we're going to like we're going to pick up crumbs breadcrumbs and think that it's okay rather than expanding our vision of what we can have. Um, And so I really like the way these two cards play together because when we have those clear boundaries, we can really, really open up into more receptivity. All right. So in mind, I pulled a big card. I pulled the major arcana card judgment, and this is number 20. It's the second to the last card at the end of the majors. And so it's a much higher spiritual lesson and judgment is yes, about judge judging others, but it's also got an energy of like, renewal and rebirth and re-evolution and I pulled it with trash magic which is a pretty funny card which is just like hey whatever tools you have around them utilize them and I think they even say in the guidebook of this card um with this deck the liminal space something like your imagination was your first form of magic right and so imagining imagining more and now trash magic i tend to pull these two cards together because they're they're both about our imagination. We have no time to be creative and use our imagination when we are too busy having our boundaries not 
or not having our boundaries set and met, but also like meddling in other people's shit. You guys, like there's just no fucking time for low vibes right now. There's just not, there's no fucking time to be like arguing with people on the internet and judging what other people are doing. And this time is a very ripe time to do that. And I am no different. I am over here holding myself back from starting legit arguments on the internet with people who are complaining about the social distancing rules and this and that, right? And I've noticed that a lot of these judgments are coming up for me. And what the card judgment teaches us is to connect into the heart chakra. The heart chakra gives us love, empathy, compassion, it allows us to step into another person's shoes for a moment so that we can see them with a loving and kind heart, so that we can look at others from the standpoint that everyone, like in their deepest source, is good and wants to be loved and wants to love, right? And so judgment really is a card when we allow ourselves to rise above some of these more low vibrational. I think of like Michelle Obama, like when they go low, we go high, right? You can participate in the drama if you want to, but I do not think it will serve you in the end. And so... What judgment asks us to do is to remember that we're all doing our best and that when we step into that place of frustration and resentment and grief and anger to, instead of react immediately, to try to sit with it within yourself with compassion And even when I put my phone down and here's where the boundaries come into play, right? Because I had a day over the weekend that was really, really tough last weekend. And I just needed to walk away. I just needed to set that boundary with myself and say, you know what? Too much, too much, too much information, too much fear, too much screen time, too much. You're triggered. So I didn't pull my phone out or my social media out for the rest of that day. And when I sat with it a little deeper and I think about people who are afraid of their freedom being taken away, um, I imagine that there must be a younger part of themselves that didn't have much freedom or something along those lines. And, you know, I can't assume anything about anyone. And that's what we have to remember, right? We just don't know. We don't know where anyone is coming from. We don't know what wounds, right, are being triggered at any time from this pandemic, but we're all being triggered, right? And we can all find ways to sit with the judgment that comes up, with the feelings that come up. And it's easy to try to engage in right or wrong thinking, right? But what is true for us now may not be true for us tomorrow. These times are too uncertain and nobody knows anything for sure. 
I promise you that there are no absolutes right now. There is just too much chaos and too much uncertainty, not enough time to really study what this really is. And so what is true and right today for you may not be true and right tomorrow for you and new decisions are having to be made every single day. And so this is a time when we really need to try to take it just moment by moment, you guys, really just moment by moment. But trash magic is really giving us the tools that we need to imagine a better world for ourselves and to imagine a better world for the collective and the community. So let's think about this internally and externally. How do we set boundaries between you and you? How do you set boundaries between you and others close to you? How do you set boundaries with you and the energy around you, the collective energy around you? And then how do you set boundaries within the community? Um, So you can really look at this on as small or as meta of a scale as you'd like. Um, But there is an opportunity with this judgment card for forgiveness and for healing grief. Heart healing practices like Buddhist meditation are super amazing during this time. Heart healing baths and um, any kind of connection with the heart chakra. And if you want some more resources for that, head to my blog on my website. I have lots of heart healing practices up there. And I also have um, a blog post for ritual for Gemini season. Okay, moving into spirit, we've got the queen of swords reversed with breaking news, not normal. And honestly, the queen of swords is like boundaried up to the max. She's really, really good at boundaries, but almost to a fault. She's hard. She's a little cold. She's super, super intelligent, but she's a bit jaded. She can use her mind and her intellect to kind of pierce with her sword. And um, what her true medicine is, and especially when I see her in the reversal, her medicine is the medicine of the heart chakra. She is learning to kind of let down her guard and open up into more receptivity, into more femininity. Um, and by femininity, I mean um, more Venusian themes of abundance and intimacy and less or more less of being really guarded. And so So I love this message in spirit. So the queen of swords reverse again, really asks us to move into the heart when we're making decisions to try to stay out of the mind and instead tap into the heart and tap into the body. Her deepest energy really lies there in being more open to the give and receive of love into taking responsibility for what's hers and leaving the rest alone. And breaking news not normal to me feels like a bit of a reminder that like where we're at right now is not fucking normal. Like we all know this, but like we need to know it even more because sometimes we're just like, what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling off today? Why can't I seem to get out of bed? Why can't I answer a simple text message? Why does getting through these emails feel so overwhelming? Why when I'm getting 50 
50,000 invitations to Zoom. Do I not want to reply to them all? Or like whatever it is that's overwhelming you. Maybe you are alone trying to work and you have to take care of children and other people in your home. There's so many reasons why we can feel overwhelmed right now. Maybe you have to go out and be in the public and that's stressful. (sighs) Breaking news not normal is reminding us that, again, none of this is normal and we're going to feel more stressed out. We're going to feel like maybe we need better boundaries, right? Reminder, two of swords in mind. We need better boundaries right now. We need better boundaries with what we're taking in, what we're consuming, and where we're putting our time and our energy and our effort because we may not be able to do as much and we can't do it all right now. We need to give ourselves a break and be softer and rest more and take time for ourselves and self-care and self-nurturing and our hearts right now. Our hearts feel this energy. This virus attacks the heart chakra, the lungs, the respiratory system. We are grieving as a collective. Even if you're not thinking about it, you are feeling it on some level. You can feel the grief of what's being lost. You can feel the fear that's being fed into every single outlet on your phone, on the news, whatever. Even if you're not looking at the news, you can feel it from other people, okay? It's out there. (sighs) Take protection. Do protection spells. Do protection rituals. Do grounding rituals. Tap into your body. Tap into your heart. Move your body. Nourish yourself. And don't feel bad about it. We can't be open and receptive and vulnerable. And I feel like sometimes in society, we're taught, especially as women, to to be so. But if we don't feel safe, we can't do that. And you're not going to feel naturally as safe right now during this time. This is not a normal time. And so I think spirit is just reminding us here, right? The higher consciousness with the queen of swords reversed and breaking news, not normal. Check in with your heart. See what you need what you truly need now during this time and take extra time for that. All right, you guys, this was a long, long ramble for me. Um, but I truly hope that these messages serve you well and that you are taking good care. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful new moon in Gemini and Gemini season. I'm going to be back with you in a few weeks for the full moon. And if you would like to support this podcast, please share it with others. Um, I have a new podcast page up on my website and all the information, all the show notes is up for every single episode and they're all categorized and you can search back through all the interviews I've done. There's a button there where you can subscribe and review. You can support monetarily via the Anchor FM website. Um, or you could also just shoot me a Venmo or a PayPal if you'd like to support that way. Um, or give me a five-star review and rating so many different ways to support. Um, so I thank you for doing that and helping to share the podcast with others. And I hope to see you guys soon and connect with you soon in any way that feels right for you. Take care.